Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast. This is episode 278. We are inching upon episode 300, which is crazy, Amanda. Um, so you're doing the you're doing the it is going to be episode 300 before the end of the year. I think we're gonna have to do episode 300 live. Um, in some in some capacity, even if I we mean, have I'm to here do for it. Even if we have to do 299 and then 301 and then like do 300 later, I think we should just do episode 300 live. Um, I'm down, man. So, um, Amanda, it's been a big couple of weeks in video games. Last week on the EFG show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing happens. Yeah, nothing, nothing big. Last week on the EFG show, um, I my backup, my main helper, John Roll, the uh, captain of the EFG E3 expansion team came to fill in for Jeff Walker of the Frozen North, who obviously is out on paternity leave from EFG content. Um, his daughter is super adorable, um, but she doesn't want him to be on camera yet. And you know what? Okay. I'm cool with it. We'll wait. We can wait. So John was here, and we went... Oh. Um, I need to wait a okay? moment. My daughter needs me, so I'll be right back. Okay. Well, family, family comes first. So I'll just hang out. I'll vamp. I got yeah, this. Yeah, Amanda, while we do this, do you, while we while we do this, do you want to talk about what happened with Activision? For like I can maybe do that. I look a little bit weird over on I know because I stream, hit a, but you know. I fine. hit a button. I'm fixing it right now. It's okay. It's all good. You hear me? All right. So here's the deal. This this week got a little weird. Got a little weird out there. And uh, you know, I woke up. And we saw this this thing that was uh, starting to trend from the Wall Street Journal over on Twitter there. And uh, they're like, so sources say that Microsoft is going to buy Activision Blizzard. I almost threw my phone across the room. I'm like, it's too early for this. I haven't even had coffee yet. Why are you breaking news? Like, why are you like this? And I was like, oh, there's no way it'll make it through. It'll it'll make it through FTC, F, the FTC, right? Like they're not just going to be like, we'll see it through on the other side. We don't know what's going to happen. And I was like, there's no way. This is probably just like, but just the Wall Street Journal. Like the Wall Street Journal doesn't publish rumors. Like they're not like some weird fly by night operation. It's the Wall Street Journal for crying out loud. Not to say everything they do is great, because that that wouldn't be the case. So anyway, then it was confirmed in an email. <laughs> from microsoft and i almost i almost just went back to bed because i thought that maybe i had entered the twilight zone maybe (laughs) um so yeah it was uh, it was definitely a thing so anyway microsoft decided to say hey hey girl what if i bought activision blizzard for almost 70 billion dollars how'd you like that I mean, technically, it was three hundred million shy of sixty-nine billion dollars, but whatever. Who's counting bells from Tom Nook? Hold on, I actually have something for that. Oh, I can't reach it. There you go. I can't reach it. Actually, it's a prop. Actually, it was a big bag of bells that we take when we talk about um, investments and mergers and stuff on virtual economy. So anyway. That's what happened. There's a lot of speculation about Xbox Game Pass, and there's a lot of speculation about what is going to go on with Call of Duty, especially. Um, Right now, there are more questions than we have answers, and we're going to have 
a lot of time to ask those questions. Just in time for Steve to come back like the champ he is. I heard we were going to have a lot of time to ask questions and get answers. And I'm guessing that's because you just said that uh, the the deal is going to take a while to go through regulatory approval. So and until it's then, it's take not a while. final. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing is finalized so far. Remember, there are two big beats in any major acquisition or merger story. One is the intent to purchase. And two is when it closes. And the stuff that happens in the middle is usually very quiet and you don't hear anything. But what ultimately what that means is that we aren't going to hear anything from Microsoft or from Activision about any projects together, obviously, until the deal has been solidified. And today, <laughs> of, of everything, Blizzard went and, you know, announced a, a new survival game and a new IP, which, you know, great, cool, that's, that's neat. And everyone's like, is it going to be an Xbox exclusive? Girl, we cannot talk about that. We cannot talk about that yet because the deal is what? What? Not closed. It's definitely So they not can't closed. do this. It's not, they can't do any of this. Because that's called yeah. jumping the gun. Yeah, they really can't. And that that can not only is it not a great idea, but it can get them in trouble. So like they gotta they gotta just those two companies are distinct. blanked out on me there, buddy. Oh. oh Could you, you say that now? again? Yeah. I can hear you now. So not only is it like not like they get in some trouble because until they are allowed to merge, those two companies have to remain distinct. So like Nuco or whatever, right? Like if they want to pretend mm-hmm. like Nuco is the company that exists with all of them merged, which obviously there's a lot of work that has to go behind the scenes. It's HR a lot stuff, of paperwork. You know, IT, stuff like that. Um, you know, they have to exist as two distinct entities until they are allowed to merge. Yeah. In my most recent day job before my uh, sabbatical, more or less, yeah, we, you know, the company was going through a merger. And it was a very mm-hmm. big deal about, you know, sure, the companies were communicating, but... But they have to be legally distinct. But they have to remain separate. And until it was approved, um, and I don't even know if it was approved because I was gone beforehand, but, like, there was Oof. still more... Like, there were lots of steps. And it was really... Mm-hmm. Man, the, like, it's not as easy as, oh, I mean, we want to buy them and, like, Phil Spencer swipes their credit card. No, especially not for two publicly traded corporations oh, yeah. that are that have market capitalizations like Activision Blizzard and Microsoft. Yep. So there's a there's a lot that goes into, you know, an acquisition of that size. And it's certainly not something I expected, especially hot on the heels of take two purchasing Zynga, which I was like, wow, that's super overvalued. And I love Zynga. So like what? <laughs> Well, yeah, there's a lot. And so I would encourage everybody, if you want the business side of this, you should go download the Virtual Economy Podcast, which you should be downloading anyway. Um, You can find it at virtualeconcast.com. We are also on all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify. And they have a Facebook page now. So we do have a Facebook page. We're going to be on Instagram. We're going to do some TikToks. We got got content plans this year. Content plans. Also, we're, you removed us. We are removed. I was moved again because I keep forgetting that I can't adjust Discord at all without. You have to leave it. You can't touch it. 
I have to not Can't touch it. No touchies. No touchies. So anyway, no touchies. So that's no the, the bad news is this is both exciting and we have to wait. So this is like, here's what this feels like. This is the equivalent. It will not close until fiscal 2023. Now, remember, fiscal 2023 is not the same thing as calendar 2023 because fiscal years for the fiscal year for Microsoft actually starts in March. Yeah. So we got a while. But so this is the equivalent. This is the video game equivalent of um, finding where your mom hides the Christmas presents, because we know that something cool is going to happen. And lots of cool things are very likely to happen, assuming this is allowed to go through. Um, game pass, game pass, game and, pass. And lots of game pass stuff and lots of games. But we don't know and we can't really talk about it until it's all done. However, exactly. Mm. You know what there are no here? There are none of here. <gasps> There's no cops here. There's no cops here. So what we're gonna do? I love is, it. Uh, we're gonna do exactly what I just said. We can't do. Ah. Um, we are going. We're not to, doing this in any official capacity. Just to be capacity. absolutely crystal clear, this is Steve and I just dreaming. Correct. What we're gonna do? So there was an interview. If it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before. Phil Spencer uh, talking to a newspaper. If you hear noise in the background, my wife just got home from the library. She has a class. Oh, the, was that the New York Times profile? Uh, yeah, the New York Times thing. Yeah, it was a newspaper. Yeah. A uh, little, little, little local newspaper. Tiny, um, tiny thing. Really, I've never really read anything from the New York Times, so I'm not very familiar. Yeah, I'm Canadian, you see. Yeah, so he was profiled there. And one of the things that he went over um, is he ta- they actually asked him about, like, bringing back IP and, like, what would they do with companies like Toys for Bob? stuff like that oh. and he said some stuff that uh was actually really encouraging for gamers which is because a lot of folks were concerned that everybody mm-hmm. was worried about call of duty and i was not worried about call of duty because i don't no. play call of duty <laughs> um and so call of duty uh, is going to be just fine just so everybody's clear call of duty is going to be fine yeah and so but what i was really interested in hi honey hi uh, honey my wife is home hi you gonna come visit? Hi, honey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Are you back from class? Was it good? You can speak out loud. It was um, interesting. It was interesting. So you have stories to tell. Me. Oh yeah. So um, the general, as we oh gosh. Us know, is in uh, grad school to be a librarian. That's so I'm, legit. Um, and so she is. So for the first time, she has like an actual class. That like oh, has an actual time. And so she like goes you to, actually have to be there for? Yep. What is this sorcery? So she goes to the library to do it. Um, okay. Starting right. today. So um anyway. So he he said some stuff about how his plan is to go talk to the various teams mm-hmm. about what they would need, what support they would need from Microsoft and from the Xbox team in order to work on projects other than what they had been expected to do, which, which is Call of, of Duty. Was Call of Duty. Like Toys of Four yeah. Bob is the one that comes up in a lot of cases because they did Skylanders, they did Spyro, they did Crash, they did they a did lot of great Crash. stuff. And then they were more or less shut down to be turned into a um support studio for Call of Duty. Yep. And so lots uh, of lots of toys toys for Bob um vets ended up leaving as a result because they're like, this isn't this isn't what we want to be doing. This is not what we signed up for. Like Vicarious Visions was completely subsumed for yeah. Call of Duty. That was Jen, uh, Jen O'Neill's studio. Yep. You know. 
Yeah. It's just, it's, it was ugly. Yeah, it was crazy. And so, um, what is, uh, so he said that he was going to talk to them and that he was going to see what they needed. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and, so, and when I hear, you know, see what they needed, what that tells me is, you know, that's, that's leadership talk for, you know, ser- you know, servant leadership, right? Like that idea of what impediments are there? What can we do to just I get love you servant working, leadership. Right? I love um, it. For some of these teams, it might just be money and creative freedom, right? Yeah. Um, it, for some of them, it could be, maybe they need a new building. Maybe they need, like, who knows? Like, what kind of Better staffing support. Exactly. You know, better so, pipeline management and stuff like that. Many of which are things that Xbox has the capacity to do. So through Xbox Game Studios, Xbox shockingly, Studios. but it's true. So um, that got me thinking, and then so people were talking to him, and he name dropped some Activision um, Blizzard IPs that are included in the deal that he was interested in, maybe um, doing some work with. And so I thought that we would do was. Um, Go back and forth a little bit and talk about what if we were in charge. I'm taking Phil Spencer's job, and I have, in, and so are you. We have right. infinite money. Um, what are we gonna make happen? Oh, there's so much good potential in this portfolio. See, that's I'm gonna put my business hat on just for a quick second. We gotta we we gotta understand something about Xbox here and about Microsoft. They don't have much going on for family-friendly titles. They just don't. They do But Activision's not. back catalog sure as heck does. Yes. So, um, so I thought what we would do, and folks watching uh, at home, um, I'd love your suggestions too. I have a list right here of all of the IPs that could potentially be owned by Xbox following the acquisition. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go down the whole list um, because you, I'm sure you have it, or if you don't, do you have a list? Do you know? Oh, I have a list. Know? All right. So what I, I have a do list. Is just, don't you worry. Let, let's just go back and forth, um, and just do some some if it games updates to games, etc. Um, and let's just go. And I, uh, the one thing that you are right is Microsoft does not have a lot of T and underrated games, and nope. Activision. Being that they're primarily games, they did, you know they, they have a lot of them. And can I just start with? Remember, Activision one? has been around since the eighties. They are Activ- not. They're not. They're not new. Oh, and that's what's so crazy is some of these, some of these um, IPs are so old that they really are just blank slates to do whatever they want with. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I'm going to start with one. That I think okay. is an absolute no-brainer. It's not a new game. It's an update to a game. Um, I think they need to put the Master Chief in Overwatch 2. Let's just do it. That's a really interesting little cross-brand. They did put the Warthog in Forza Horizon 5. So, I mean, like, zero cops. do it. No cops. Here's the thing. It's Overwatch 2, so it's kind of a fresh slate. It does Legit. have a PvE mode. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, that's kind of like the core element of... Overwatch 2 is its PvE mode. Um, yeah. I think that the Master Chief 
could absolutely fit into that art style while still matching their style guidelines. Um, and he is Microsoft's shooter dude. Tell what me would they do in terms of like the the story of Overwatch? Would they explore John's backstory? I, I don't. It might be fun. I, I imagine it to be kind of like Spider-Man in the Avengers. He just shows up and does missions. He just shows up one day. Okay. He just falls out of a portal. I'm not super like, like I, I do some story missions or whatever. No but cops. Realistically, I am more than, like from a gameplay perspective, I think, especially with after Infinite with the grapple and stuff like that. There are other characters that have similar stuff. And yes, they would have to find a way to make him distinct from Soldier 76. I, I think sure. Or they could make it a skin. Or they could make sake. it a skin for Soldier that 76. That could still be really cool. And that would, yeah, honestly, that's probably more realistic is a Master Chief skin or just Xbox themed skins cool. just in general. Yeah. Like Xbox celebratory skins where you like the Xbox logo on Roadhog's gut, you know? That'd be like, awesome. <laughs> um, I mean, let's be real. Um, Lucio would look great in Xbox green. So I think... No, that's true. Putting Xbox into Overwatch and yeah, Master Chief skin for Soldier 76 is probably the better way. Um, That's my first thing. I just want to see Overwatch needs something right now. It needs Overwatch 2. I know we're going to get that eventually. I think that's going to kind of refresh the brand a little bit, get people excited. Um, A lot of people fell off of it before bad things happened and then they just fell off more. Yeah. And, And other shooters just keep eating its lunch. Um, <laughs> Xbox can as fix much as I know, Valorant is really eating its lunch. Well, because Valorant is also very good. And I'm not to I say that Overwatch is not Valorant. good. Not to say Overwatch is not good, but also, but it's showing but, its age a bit. True, but also think Apex Legends came out since Overwatch came out. There's a lot that's come out since Overwatch that are very Apex good. Apex is a really good game. So that's my first thing. I just think they need to put Xbox cool. all up in that Overwatch. What about you, Amanda? Yeah. What do you think? It's time for a new Tony Hawk game. A new one? Do you know Tony Hawk? A new one. Not not a remaster, but a new Tony Hawk game. I think it's time. Can it be with like, can it be like with that girl from the TikToks that he makes do the super jump? Can it be like with the 10 year old yeah. girl? That, can it just be 100%. Her? Um, I'm good Tony with Hawk that. It'll be like old. Tony Hawk presents adorable yes. skateboard girl from TikTok. The video game. I'm good with that. I just want, I just really want more games in that kind of style. And I know that we're waiting for the new skate game from EA, which is fine. But hear me out. There's nothing like playing horse with your pals playing Tony Hawk. You're, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'll allow it. I think, I think it is, I think if they, especially. I think they need to pause a little bit, pump the brakes, let Skate come out and see how Skate does. If Skate does well, then, or wait until, like, they get some ideas to whether or not Skate is coming out good. You know, maybe they can get a hand, maybe they can use some white hat, um, you know. Well, I mean, white hat Ollie Worlds, Ollie 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 World is coming out soon. So, I mean, that's going to scratch that skateboarding itch for me, I'm sure. Yeah. But... I I don't know. I just to me the back catalog for Activision Publishing is all about tickling that millennial nostalgia bone, you know, and that really yeah. does it for me. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I am a hundred percent with you. Um, okay. 
So what else um, you got, buddy? <laughs> um, um, here we go. Um, I think they need to have um way forward. They need to just get way forward in on this. Um, this is weird, but they need to have way forward make a new boss Vikings game. That could be cool. I know a lot of years since we've seen Lost Vikings, so like many, many of them. I know this is not necessarily the thing, but way forward, this is not exactly what we talked about, but like get the IP out there. I want way forward because they they do the Shantae. Mm -hmm. They just get out there and make a new Lost Vikings with like really nice, either really good pixel art or like hand draw it. Yeah. Or just do it in the Shantae art style. You know what? Just do Shantae cross Lost Vikings. I wouldn't even be mad. That would kind of fit, actually. Um, what what about you? What what else you got? Okay, so there are. I would absolutely love to see. And I listen before I met Mike. This wouldn't have. This wouldn't have been a thing. But there needs to be new Transformers games, and they need to remaster the games they have. Yeah, you know what? Those were real good. Those, Those were, were real good. good. Those are super, super cool. Ones. And I haven't played the vast majority of them, but I've watched my kids play them and they look awesome. Oh, they're like, can you imagine the absolute wonderful nonsense of taking what they have done in the Transformers War for Cybertron series on Netflix and they make games? Like, how cool would it actually be on Cybertron playing as, you know, as RC or, you know, Alita one or whatever? Like, I that would be so cool. Agree. Like a thousand percent agree. I love the Transformers games. I don't know that obviously they'd have to work with Hasbro. Oh, yeah. Um, But I I think that's a no brainer. Those games were so great. A lot of people are calling for them. Oh, Mega Mom in the chat. Welcome to the Engage Family Down gaming podcast uh mega mom says we need so many more transformer games i agree so they just need to just team up with hasbro and get it done just get her done um get her done get I, her power sort sort yourself out and just get sort self out and get those transformers games out speaking of sorting yourself out um we need a new skylanders game and this is what i mean yes so this, this is why actually, we need toys for bob this was pitched to be by my oldest um skylanders by itself is just um like it's just gauntlet and so if they just take the toys out which the toys we know that that has sailed yeah yeah toys toys to life is not a thing anymore but you could like have them be you know in-game buys where you have to unlock them like mike said or which they should have done in the beginning um which honestly ubisoft did and they were just a few years too late um, with the spaceship one, remember, where you can buy them in-game or buy the mm-hmm. toys. Um, we, have a, we have a game model. You're going to be real mad when I do this. But we have a kind of game where you play as a dude on a map and you fight a bunch of guys. And then at the end of that map, you unlock another dude. And then you can play as that dude and the other dude. Um, I'm not saying they need to make a Skylanders game that's like Dynasty Warriors. But I'm saying that there's absolutely a model where they could just make Skylanders fight lots of cute little monsters. And at the end of every map, 
you unlock a new Skylander and you just play it that way. They don't have, it doesn't have to be a Musou style game, but like just put a bunch of dudes in a map on a maze. Yeah, you're right. I just pitched Skylanders Musou with you on the podcast. Can you tell? That's do you, literally a I don't know your audience, apparently. Like, man. And some of the more recent Skylanders games, that's the game. You just dropped your cheeseburger on the ground. Yeah, you know what? Okay. Five second rule, man. Shove it in your mouth. It's good. They're in a box, so it's okay. Okay, then they're fine. It's the White Castle cheeseburger. It's good. Um, It's a White Castle cheeseburger. I don't think I've ever had a White Castle cheeseburger before. Um, you know, I'll be real. I don't think they're like the religious experience that some people claim that they are. However, um, they have their place. In our house, they are little cheeseburgers that our little person likes to eat. Oh. Um, because they Your are littlest this, person is they the are, cutest. They are this big. They are, so, they are perfectly so, littlest sized. So for Skylanders, that's really what it is. Yes, I did. 100% pitch Muso Skylanders, but not really. They don't need to follow the Muso, you know, one versus many. But the idea of you play and you unlock dudes, I mean, there are, you know, that's really what the... You know, the, the Marvel game on Switch. Which one is it? Um, uh, are you talking about Ultimate Alliance? Yeah. Like, Marvel Ultimate Alliance is another one of those things where you have dudes, dudes you complete maps, you unlock more dudes, and then you can play as those dudes after they you hang out at home base. You can 100% Ultimate Alliance it. That would be an acceptable way to play and that game. There's tons of characters. I, I think it makes perfect sense. And the kids who played it when they were young, young, um, are old enough now that they are down and they want to yeah. play it. Um, yeah, for sure. Giving them the ability to buy a game or to have a game on Game Pass that is like a family-friendly, like a brawler kind of game. Absolutely. I think I think it just makes perfect sense. And that brand... Have some multiplayer modes, throw in sure. a little Battle Royale, away you go. I think it's perfect. Um, I think it's a great idea. What uh, What else do you think? What, what, else, what, what else do you want to do? All right, I need you to com- I need you to step into the time machine for me for a quick second because mm-hmm. I'm about to pitch a game that technically never came out, Whoa. but could have came out. I'm talking about StarCraft Ghost. So, oh, that's a given. StarCraft StarCraft Ghost. Is, this know. is not just a wish list. StarCraft Ghost is happening. It I, has there's, to. There's too much. There's, there's too, too much. much. Yeah. StarCraft okay, Ghost so for those that are not familiar with this. Fable tale. Let me take you back to the realm of 2002. You know, where I was very fresh faced and much younger. And I remember when this was announced because I think I read about it in like PC Gamer or something. It's just like Starcraft Ghost. I'm like, what? This looks awesome. What is it going to be? Holy crap. It's going to be a stealth action game. <gasps> Kimmy, yeah. and then it never came out. Never came out. They canceled it. That's what Blizz. That's what Blizz used to just. They just been. And they honestly, games. they still do. They yeah. still do. They still cancel things all the time because they're very, very hot and heavy on the whole research and development, which is great. I'm, I'm down for it. And they be canceling games. But. And. Um, no, StarCraft Ghost is absolutely happening. Like, I would be shocked. I yeah, I, I, it feels like, because StarCraft as a brand has cachet. 
But yeah. RTS games are super niche. So StarCraft Ghost is a way to excite hardcore StarCraft fans because they're down. But also... Because it's Nova. Yes. And they can... So they can excite StarCraft fans and kind of utilize that license in a way that will kind of reinvigorate people. And then yeah. Maybe, it's you know, like XCOM Chimera Squad, right? Which is like this kind of light and bright way to play XCOM if you're not... If you've never played an XCOM game, Chimera Squad is a great place to start. It's very lightweight, and it's a great introduction to how XCOM's gameplay actually worked or works. I would, I, I, I would be so excited to see StarCraft Ghost show up and in an announcement and be like, "Oh my gosh." Because they have so many studios, like Xbox Xbox uh, Game Studios. There are so many places that could actually really do this justice. I'd love to see Compulsion. Um, they've done, whatever, what was Compulsion's last game? It was We Happy Few. I'd love to see the folks at Compulsion Games take a crack at StarCraft Ghost. Mm-hmm. Like, how cool would that be? Like, a We Happy Few style of like survival and stealth, but not in first person because I am over first person, but like third person. And it could be just be so cool. So anyway, StarCraft Ghost, I could talk about StarCraft Ghost forever. So if you want to talk to me about StarCraft Ghost, I'm here. <laughs> you know, um, if we need to have a StarCraft Ghost episode of the podcast, uh, we can do that. Um, okay, I am, I'm going to get a little wild here. All right. Chips on the table, buddy. Absolutely wild. Um, Okay, do it. uh, Heroes of the Storm 2. Okay, walk me through this. I enjoy Heroes of the Storm. Walk me through it. Um, Well, this is pretty straightforward. It's just just a sequel to Heroes of the Storm redesigned, Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. Xbox stuff. Okay. So instead of it just being Activision Blizzard characters, it is now Xbox characters, so you can add the Master Chief, and you can now we can look at all these lists, all these games. You can add the dude from King's Quest and the Lost Vikings. Well, the Lost Vikings could well, already the Lost but, Vikings are already in um, there, but yeah, the dude from Prototype, <laughs> um, Forza car. um, and a Forza car, or you can absolutely have just a Forza thing. Put a my God, a Forza, Forza car. Um, you can put Tony Hawk. In uh, right. the storm too, so be yeah, interesting. Traversal, um, Spyro, also Spyro, Crash. Oh sure. So I, um, for me, I think Heroes of the Storm was an awesome vehicle for Blizzard stuff, but be Blizzard great. shut it down. They, they sunset it ish because it wasn't it as exists. successful. You can still play yeah. it. It just wasn't as great as it could have been, and I think part of that was because they eventually ran out of stuff. Um, and it kind of ran out of steam. That meta, the meta got stale, Yeah, to be right. honest. Um, by adding in Microsoft stuff, mm-hmm. um, that opens up more options for characters. And also, the one thing that Microsoft does not have on their own is a MOBA. They yeah, partner... they don't have a MOBA. They don't have an MMO. Correct. Well, they do because they got Elder Scrolls Online. 
Okay, I guess they do now. Then that that's right. That's right. Through acquisition, they actually do. And they're gonna have another. And they're gonna have another. And they're gonna have another one because of World of Warcraft, which is another. The FTC says okay. If the FTC says fine, they will have it. Which, considering the pass that they gave Disney with Fox, I'm sure it'll be fine. There's still a lot. I mean, we can we can talk. I'll come on Virtual Conicast and we can talk about um, why I think that the regulatory body will have no problem. Because I really don't. Um, I think it's going to go through just fine. They're going to get cranky because I feel like they have to get cranky. But at the end of the day, they're going to give them a pat on the back and say, go on. But they have to say something. There will be I mean, commentary. I think that where they might fall into some trouble is in Europe, to be honest. Because yeah. they have to pass muster in Europe as well. Yeah, but even Europe will let them do it, I'm sure. Um, remember, they're not messing with FIFA. Um, so, so that's my thing. Here's the Storm 2. Okay. I think uh, it, ha- it gives them a MOBA. Um, and I would suspect that Xbox esports will be all over this because they're going to have the whole Overwatch League, like being able to have the Overwatch League under the Xbox brand is just absolutely nuts for me. But now, you know, Xbox esports, which I'm sure is, if it's not already being built, I'm sure it's gonna be with all these things underneath it just give them a moba mlg yeah yeah and then they'll have and then they'll have call of duty and they'll have overwatch and then they can have heroes of the storm i think it'd be great and then they'll have all the wow stuff too uh wow esports which is all quietly not small so that's what i think i think heroes of the storm 2 makes sense um and just imagine just put master chief in it just puts master chief in everything can we just put master chief in mario kart no, because he's not in Smash. Oh, Chief. Uh, no, you're my, uh, I almost called him WoW character name. My oldest son was like, no, he's not in Smash. He can't be in Mario Kart. That's mostly fair. facts. Mostly facts. That's um, fair. Uh, what else you got? And then we'll, we'll okay, go a few more, and then I want to go around the horn and talk about actual video games that actually video game. No, it's okay. I mean, we'll, we're just doing things out of order today. It's totally fine. So, harmonics. So the the folks, the good folks behind Fuser, behind mm-hmm. um, Rock Band, and also behind Guitar Hero, are now yep. owned by Epic. Yes, we need a new Harmonix because Harmonix is going to be working on extremely rad stuff for Fortnite, like making cool concerts, and you know it's going to be yeah. phenomenal. And I'm very very excited for the folks at Harmonix. They like no one deserves it more than them. To yeah. get their payday and to make cool stuff and like get, you know, not have to go from project to project and just be like, ah, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Like, I could not be more happy for them. But also. Guitar Hero. Yeah. That series was so incredibly successful for the nine years that it was around. What if we saw a resurgence. In. Plastic toys, but instruments. <laughs> Okay. I mean, they couldn't ask Mad Cats to to do it because of the whole nonsense that happened with Mad Cats and, you know, the 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 rock band um peripherals. But I think that having more games that are for, focused on music, even if it's not like little guitars, even if we had like Drum Hero or we were focused on musical instruments just in general, I think that there's a lot of room for that, especially right now when we're still not safe 
to go outside and we're not yeah. super safe to go traveling and, you know, to go to music lessons. It'd be really cool if we saw a return to music, but make it video games um, from Activision. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a great idea. Something I didn't think about. You know what else they own? They own DJ Hero. They do. And can we get DJ Hero back? Can we really? We already um, have DJ Hero. It's called Fuser. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Can we? And Fuser's can we, better. <laughs> can we just talk briefly about a betrayal that I just found on Twitter while I was posting about this? Okay, okay. How, tell me, tell me, tell me. How is it possible that we that in the year of our Lord 2022, our mutual good friend, your partner, is going to go on X play and you're not going to tell me? I, I had to find a, this out on Twitter. It was a surprise. It was a surprise. Your boy, our boy, your boy, my mm-hmm. homie, mm-hmm. Flutterish on X play. Chatting with Adam with, Sessler. With Adam Sessler, the mm-hmm. man. Yeah. And, and I had to find We're out on Twitter. With the man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad, nor am I disappointed. I'm sorry, buddy. I wanted to just focus on the show. I was going to tell you after. This is more important than my show. Um, I will let him know. Uh, it is more important than my show. He's also, in the midst of working right now, and he's in a cutscene, okay. so I can't, like, so wave can him tell, over. Okay, so you can tell him. Um, that I am uh, super proud and I will watch the segment when I am not interrupting my show. Uh, but everybody, It's all good. It's a um, really, really good segment. Amanda and I are now one degree separated from someone who has been on X-Play. You already were, I guess, because you know the, the man, the myth, the legend. It's true. I already know the guy in the chair. Um, if he, I know he's super busy, but you should ask him to come on our show. Um, I, I'll see if, because I would be shocked if he said yes, but I would be, uh, I promise I, don't know, I won't I mean, fanboy too much. He's not a, he's not a dad, so that might not be a good fit for him. It, oh, of course not. But I just want to talk to Adam Sessler, that's all. Um, that's okay, you hang out with me, buddy. If he's at a thing, I'll introduce you, I promise. That's great. That's great. Um, okay. Um, okay, I have one more, if one you're more. interested. One more. I want to hear. I have one more. How would you feel about a new Blur game? Which one's Blur? Okay. Let me talk to you about Blur. So Blur was this... Ugh, it's so it's so hard to describe Blur. Blur Wait, was is like... Blur, is oh, Blur... Damn it. Go ahead. No, I'm thinking a split second. Never, want, never mind. Okay, okay, okay. So Blur is this absolutely banana pants racing game right and there are like licensed cars that you can that you can play with there's full damage modeling and like this is 2010 when full damage modeling was very rare with licensed vehicles that did not happen and look at how long it took even for forza to be able to you know do full damage modeling so the other cool thing about this is like you get power-ups and there were these awesome stunts that you could do to like get points. And th- these were called like fan points, fan points, fan points. And then you can purchase more cars and everything like that. But it, I think the, the, the coolest feature that we did not get though, was like this feature that should have, that should have been in there that they announced it was called like double tap. 
And it would have allowed you to combine several power-ups for a more powerful effect in the game. Okay. But anyway, the world is ready for more arcade racers. Forza Horizon 5 is one of the best sellers as a first-party game for Microsoft. The world is ready for more racers. That's my Forza controller. I know. I love that. I had one in my I had I had one in my hand at the store the other day, but I put it down. Oh, don't um, they feel nice? They are nice. Well, it was in a box, but it, I imagine it felt nice. Um, they they frown anyway, on you opening blur. boxes. Um, all right, they I'm do. down. If for nothing else, they could put a blur mode in Forza Horizon uh, Six. Yeah. Um, and I have I actually just saw another one that I thought would be really cool okay. because this is a this is a sim world that we are living in, right? Did you ever play the movies? No. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. What? So the movies was a game that was released in 2005. It was created by Lionhead. If you will remember all the way back to who Lionhead is. These are the folks behind Fable okay. and all those all those wonderful games. Okay. So the movies is a sim is a business simulator for running a running a movie studio. Okay. So it was it is all about like choosing your actors, creating films, buying sets, dressing up your people, selling the movie, marketing the movie, all that stuff and you go through the ages. Because oh, the kinds cool. of movies that they're oh my gosh, the movies was such a good game. It was so much fun, but they never made a sequel to it. Played the crap out of it when it came out in 2005. So, yeah. Um that's like good this. stuff. I do like this. Um, all right. I think we have we have a lot of awesome ideas. And we're not I have even, so we many didn't ideas. even get into the feel. we didn't even get into the um possibility of them, you know, kind of revisiting like Tenchu and Hexen and all these other things for the grown-ups. True. Um, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a very brief break because the general has hailed me, and I'm not sure if it's good or bad. We're going to take okay. a very brief break, and then we're going to come back, and then we're going to go around the horn and talk I about video it. games that are currently video gaming. Yes. So, uh, everybody, see in a sec. Uh, we will see y'all in a sec.
Oh, that's the wrong show. We're back. All right. I promise we're back. I turned. I put us on the wrong set because I am a wild man at the keys. Welcome back, everybody. Gatalogic. Welcome back to the Engage Family Gaming Podcast. What you missed, Gatalogic. You'll have to listen to it on the Engage Family Gaming Podcast feed when it goes live on Monday next week. Uh, because if you watch us live, you get to see it a week early. This is like sure. the equivalent of uh, like early access. It's early access. All you gotta do is watch us live and come hang out with us on the Twitch. Um, we just went through and pitched a whole bunch of uh, Activision Blizzard revivals. Um, and uh, I want to play all of those games right now. Like, I just want them all to be in existence. I want id Software to make a new Hexen game. That's the other thing. That's fair. Um, because That's if they fair, can but they Doom, not, they're... Oh, no, I guess... No, that we could do that. We could see that. It is it Bethesda. Is Bethesda who is at, who is Xbox now? Now Xbox. I keep getting that. Everything Dang is it. wild. Everything be wild. And frankly, I, I I mean, so anyway. And we talked about a whole bunch of family-friendly stuff too. But that's just my my last one. I wanted to throw one out. Now we're gonna go around the horn. Normally do this, we do this backwards. But you and I actually did some serious gaming because we're gamers. Yeah, and I have some games to talk about, Frendo. So, um, yeah, man. So, video, video games are about to be wild for the next, uh, I think, four months. Mm-hmm. And then that's just what we know. And then it's just going to continue to be wild because there's going to be other stuff. Um, why don't you go first? Because I've been talking okay. a lot. What have you played that you can talk about? Because I know you, talk, you play a lot of stuff that you can't. But I know you've played some stuff that you actually can speak about. It, yeah, I, I really did. Okay, so the, the first one I, I want to talk about is um, a game called Paparazzi. Yes. It's about dogs. It's about And more about specifically, dogs. it's about taking pictures of dogs. Mm-hmm. And even so, more specific than that, it's Pokemon Snap, but dogs. Yeah. Um, Mega Mom dot video game. Like... This is Mega Mom's game. We talked about this uh, on the EFG show as part of the release, uh, on, as part of the release calendar. And Yo. then you went and played it the next day, and I watched. And you know what, Amanda? I am happy to report to Mega Mom. Mega Mom, this is a Mega Mom video game, okay? Um, you gotta play it on Steam. The good news is it'll play on a toaster. Like, this doesn't strike me as super graphically intense. It is not graphically intensive. It is just, it does a heckin' cute. It does a heckin' cute. It does. Um, and it's very easy to play, very easy to pick up. The only complaint I really have about it is, you know, unloading and reloading film when you're taking pictures. Uh, but yeah, that, other than that other than that, finicky. that was a bit persnickety. Mm. It was a bit too fiddly. Yeah. Uh, but I think that if they, you know, I, I'm sure that that's even refined from what it used to be because that's just the way games work. So, but I love it. It is so much fun. It's, I have a feeling it's not going to be nearly as long as Pokemon Snap because Pokemon Snap is a game that can go on for legit ever. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want to take pictures of cute puppers, you know. Doing cute stuff. Doing cute stuff in hats. On a Vespa scooter. And on a Vespa and on a bicycle or on a skateboard or on 
a surfboard or, you know, like running around and chasing other dogs. You can pet them in the game. That's the real trick here is you pet them and they'll follow you around. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you have a menagerie of puppers. That you can take pictures of. That you can take pictures of. Yeah, that sounds great. This is definitely a Mega Mom game. I can't wait until she uh, plays it and reports back. I watched the stream and was just enchanted the entire time. And I think that that's the best word for this. It is It is an enchanting experience. It is, you know, like, this is not changing the world level stuff, but it is exactly what, there, there is an audience for this game. This is exactly what they need. Like, laser focused, they found them. And you know what? There's also just something to be said about this wholesome game, right? Like this game yeah. is, there is, you know, the central conflict is that you just want to take pictures of dogs real bad, you know? And like, that's the, that's it. That's the conflict. And in a world where the central conflict is generally always about hitting things, sometimes with bullets, sometimes with other stuff, I think that there is plenty of room in this world where the central conflict is, OMG, that doggo so cute must take picture. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also... Um, bright and cartoony. It looks, um, you know, it looked very webcomic to me. Yeah, um, it kind of felt web webcomic. And and I mean it that did. in the absolute best way. Um, oh, for sure. It, and so I think you know if 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 the description Amanda gave sounds like it is up your alley. If you have an Xbox, uh. You have literally no. Or if you have Xbox Game Pass or sorry, PC Game Pass. Yep. Listen, uh, exactly. If you have PC Game Pass or or if you have an Xbox and Xbox Game Pass, this game is included as part of that subscription. You have literally no excuse. It's not even that big. So you can get it on there even if your hard drive is mostly full. You got to do it. It's great. You got to do it. Um, it's time to do a heckin' cute. Time to do a heckin' cute. You know, speaking of Xbox Game Pass, mm-hmm. um, and games that came out this week. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Nobody Saves the World. Oh my gosh! Tell me everything about Nobody Saves the World, please and thank you. So, Nobody Saves the World is from Drinkbox. They're the people that did Guacamelee. So you know, right off the bat, this game's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um. So it is a uh, Zelda-like. You are, uh, you start off as nobody. You're like a weird, like, you know what you kind of look like? This is a deep cut, but you remember in Avatar The Last Airbender? Yeah. And the episode where at the end of it, they're the the avatars made out of unfried dough. Because remember, they don't burn. Oh, that's right. Because they don't, yes. They don't burn Mm -hmm. anything anymore. They don't burn anything Um, anymore. I guess spoilers for that episode, but like, whatever. Um, You look like a man made out of unfried dough. You have like hollow, sunken eyes. So it's like a voodoo doll made out of unfried dough. So like you are just a hot That's great. Um, And so, and you, you're, um, you're, your only attack is... To like go like this and like limply like slap at the enemy for a little bit of damage. Eh. And you do, you have like this like eh. Eh. um but what happens is over time you um collect other forms. So first uh you 
collect the ability to become a rat. Um, and the rat has some special attacks, but mostly it's little, so it can go through mm-hmm. small areas. It's also very fast. Um, and it has a signature ability, which is it's a bite that inflicts darkness damage. Um, and, okay. Uh, it has consume, where if you, uh, that's its special move, where you take a bite, and if you take a bite out of enemies, um, and it can hit multiple enemies, you got like a happy birthday situation, and if you get multiple, 30% of the damage you do with consume, you heal. So the rat just runs around like, yum, 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 and heals a bunch, so you can like kind of tank that way. Okay. And what happens is every form you are in has quests. And so you gain XP in these forms by completing the quests. And eventually you level up ranks in these forms. And as you level them up, you um, unlock new ones. So first you are a rat and then you unlock a knight and an archer. And then you unlock a horse and then you unlock a mermaid. And then you unlock a robot and a necromancer and a magician. And all of them fight differently, okay. and all of them have different powers. But here's where it gets interesting. They all have signature abilities. Those are only usable in those forms. However, their second ability, you unlock the ability to equip those to any of those characters. So if you have a knight, he oh. gets a swing, you can give your knight consume. So he'll just go, and then when he's taking a lot of damage, you consume in front of you, and then he heals himself. Um... You can, okay. give melee, you can give your melee characters ranged attacks, which are pretty awesome. Um, you can give your ranged characters knockbacks, is one of the things. And so one of the, the one of the abilities from the knight is that you can stop, and it AoEs everybody around you and knocks them all back, which is pretty awesome if you're an archer. And so um, it gets it gets deeper and deeper. They also have like perks that are attached to each class as you level them up that you okay. can also as you get more skilled, attached to other characters. Um, and it is, uh, it, man, the the depths of strategy of like combining these things and basically creating your own custom classes that you can switch from on the fly is so satisfying. Um, and the idea is you're going around doing quests, collecting stars so that you can open doors to get into bigger dungeons. And that's the loop. You go out and do quests while you're doing these quests, you level up. But there's a few that are like super dungeons that actually lock your characters. So you can't gain experience as your character. So you got to go in there with your best build to see if you can defeat the challenge. And so you can't use those to grind. Um, I think, listen, it's free on Game Pass right now. Um, It is going to be inexpensive. This is one of those games that when when it hits Switch... Um, it is perfect it's over. there. Um, listen, you know what? This is going to sound wild, but I was getting like Hades vibes from this. Like from a quality of the combat. Like I really, really, really like Nobody Saves the World. Um, is it as good as okay. Hades? No. I mean, Hades is one of the best video games ever made. Um, That's correct. Um, Hades is immaculate. I don't think this is that, but I was getting that kind of feeling. I was really enjoying making my dude and kind of going. The difference is, you know, Hades is a roguelike, right? Whereas mm-hmm. this is a Zelda-like. It is Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. You're going through, you're opening stuff up. Um, you get forms that have movement abilities. Like you unlock a mermaid, it does exactly what you think it does. It can swim through water. Um, really fast, I mind you. Like the, the mermaid, 
Like you can't just can move that. through the water. The mermaid, which by the way is a really scary looking mermaid with like jagged teeth, looks like kind of like a zombie. She pieces through that water. It is so crazy. Like it's just so nuts. It changes combat so much uh, when she is. Um, but when she's on the trade off is when she's on land. She moves real slow. Um, this game is. Um, you know, I have my spreadsheet, courtesy of you. This game is one of those ones that um, I'm going to be talking about this at the end of the year. There's no mm. question about it. It is very good. And considering the games that we know are coming, the fact that I know this is going to be one of those games. It's going to be a um, big year. This is going to be a big year. And I think Nobody Saves the World is going to be one of those games that hangs on for no reason. It's just, hey, check me out. I'm a drink box game. I'm not, you're not supposed to care. And uh, I do and yet I very love it. much. I very much do. Um, I think this is going to be one of those when we do Zelda likes, when we do lists of, hey, you want to play a Zelda like, this is going to be right in there. Honestly, I think it's better than Blossom Tales. Blossom Tales is a good Zelda like. I think this is better than that. Because it's got cooler, like, it has, both of them have that Zelda loop, but like Blossom mm-hmm. Tales is just straight up Link to the Past with a different skin. This has a different mechanic, like that form changing. It's very cool. Also, it has online co-op. I forgot about that. Oh, that's very attractive. Now, the online co-op does have like a little bit of a weird hitch in that you can't bring, if you're coming into my game, you can't bring my, you can't bring your progress into my game. Um, okay. Because otherwise you would be able to sequence break. Um, oh. But what you do is you basically use one of my forms and can level up one of my forms. Like you basically help me level up. And so the idea okay. would be you come help me and then I go help you. Um, or we don't, cool. or we don't trade off, and we just play one game, and just kind of push through it together. Um, but it's online co-op, that you know. So it is very cool, very very cool. That is nobody saves the world. That is pretty excellent. Genuinely, that sounds really good. I'm gonna have to sit down and like play this game. I think you should. I. I, I think I should think too. Should because it is better than it has any right to be. Okay. If that makes sense. Um, yes. And it is, and it's also quite wonderful. And as God of Logic said in the chat, he says it looks amazing. It, okay. Um, it, it really does. Absolutely does. Well, I am I am excited to check it out. You want you wanna you wanna talk about another game? I'd love to talk about another game. What else? What, what game do you want to talk about? Do you, do you do you want to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, did we not talk about Guardians of the Galaxy yet? We have not because oh I'm still goodness. playing it. I'm still playing it. So before we get into this, it's rated T. Yes. It's developed by Eidos Montreal. It is published by Square Enix, which kind of puts a stinker on it because of the whole Marvel's Avengers thing. This is coming from a fan of the Marvel's Avengers game, despite all of its flaws. Mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, we want to talk about games that are way better than than they have any right to be. Yo. Guardians of the Galaxy is legitimately some of the best video game writing I have ever seen. No questions. Sort of like Life is Strange. This is this is some of my favorite writing not even just in terms of like the cool one-liners and the script but actually about the narrative structure and the underpinnings of the uh, of the experience itself 
the combat leaves a lot to be desired. I don't love the combat, but I love the story. Like, love it. In a way, I have not loved a story in this kind of a gameplay style in many years. Yeah. Oh, man. How did I forget about Guardians of the Galaxy? Okay, so... I played it again today, and I, I, like, I picked it up after probably a month of not playing it because, you know, life happened. Mm -hmm. And... I think I'm going to do nothing but play Guardians of the Galaxy tomorrow. I think that's my plan. That's a really good idea. A good that. plan. Because so, I'm technically still on. I, I don't I don't really have anything going on right now other than biz dev stuff for F squared and virtual economy. So I'm just like, I'm just hanging. Uh, hashtag jealous. Um, but I, 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 I'm here for this. Um, this is... The, the thing, so I played a lot of this. My wife watched me play a lot of this. What did um, the general and, think? Um, she was immediately very concerned about how they don't look like the MCU Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, the big, now she knows that the Guardians of the Galaxy, we've been over the fact that the Guardians of the Galaxy were comics first. Yes. And largely reinvented for the MCU. Like, yes. Star Lord. Is not so, and so no. she know that. And what's weird, what what her concern was, and the way she phrased it is, they used the new Star Lord, but not him. Now, obviously, because I mean, it's expensive to pay Chris Pratt for his likeness. For, for his likeness, game. yeah. Um, so it makes sense to make a different guy. He's also way more, you know, like into the music, which I think is more, you know, that's way more a part of his character. Um, yeah. specifically the music, not necessarily, you know, where he, it's important to Star Lord in the movies, but like in a different way. And so mm -hmm. I think that the way they did that is, is, is really awesome. Um, I was happy to report to her that the costumes from the movie are like really right there. Like they're hidden collectibles, but like hidden with like a lowercase H. Exactly. They're the easy ones to find. Um, and the first one you get is group which is the first one that I, like, I have never windmill slammed a costume onto a character faster in my life. They just made him look like Groot. <laughs> um, I, I know you said you didn't like the combat. I'm going to be super real. I absolutely adore the combat in this game. And... I love that for you, though. Like, and, that makes and, me really happy that you love the combat in this game. And, and here's why. You know what it really, really reminds me of? It reminds me of two games. Um, it reminds me of um, Dragon Age 2. Um, mm -hmm. And it reminds me a lot of uh, Final Fantasy 13. And the reason that it reminds me of Final Fantasy 13 and of Dragon Age 2, which have very different combat systems. But a big Yeah, those are is, very different vibes. So both of them, though, are about controlling one dude. In this case, you're controlling Star Lord. And the other NPCs, like, kind of doing their own thing. And you can use commands, simple commands. In the case of Final Fantasy XIII, it was choosing your, um, like, your overall battle strategy. Like, changing everybody's classes. I forget what they were called. But you would, you know, switch to make everybody Ravagers or whatever, right? Like you, And you would change the flow of the battle all at once. And same thing with 
Dragon Age 2. And part of this is because of the way I played Dragon Age 2. I played Dragon right. Age 2 as a healer, which is not intended, by the way. That game is very hard if all you do is play a healer. Uh, but for me, yeah. it was a lot of, oh, wow, I'm going to time this perfect group heal, and then my guy's all wrecked face. And so for me, this feels very similar in that you're running around and you're really being more of a field commander with ranged attacks than yeah. um, an actual, like, than an actual active combatant. And mm-hmm. um, I love that. It is, that is something that I really dig in games, totally respecting that I might be the only person on earth like that. That's <laughs> okay. It is, um, and that's okay. They made it for me. Um, yeah. You are right. Just the like writing is amazing. There's games out there that, they, that developers make specifically with me in mind. Exactly. Oh man, they make many games all the time. The, oh yeah, 100%. Um, the, the, the writing is amazing. The music is oh, that off music. the charts. Um, because they use a lot more classic rock, whereas you know the movies use a lot of like R and B, soul, Motown, like that kind of stuff. This is like eighties metal, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and it just gives enough of a different vibe, especially for like beating dudes up. It's just so great. Also, this game is deceptively gorgeous. Like it should not oh be this pretty. Oh my gosh! It's not like on PlayStation Five. It is unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. It is great. So, um, I this you know it is rated T. However, it, it really is about as challenging to you know to watch from a family gaming perspective as the the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So, like if you would watch the movie, it's pretty much right in there. I think. Yeah. Um, in okay. terms of the in terms of the vibes, it's very similar. Like the characters are all very similar. Gamora's a little bit different. She's much closer to the comic books than she yeah. is to the movies. But in both um, of them, she's hecka violent. So but I, I love it. I I love Gamora's character both in the game and in the movies. So that's yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, she's the she's um, amazing. She's absolutely great. The villains are cool. The, the the dialogue between the characters is so great. So I I cannot recommend. And we predicted this actually when we were towards the end of the year. We were like, you know what? We're gonna come in and we're gonna talk about games that probably should have been in the discussion for our game of the year. Oh and yeah, and this was one. This of them. is this is that game where it's like you know, had we played, had we been able to get our hands on it and take put real time in before it was. That time. was the problem for me. Is I yeah. had no time. Yeah. I had the game, but I had no time. Oh, it, mine sat in Shrink for a while, a while, too. The only reason I got it is because I had a gift card and there was a crazy sale. Otherwise, I would have waited Shrink until... Shrink was lovely enough to send me a code for, well, for the game, nice. which well, was really lovely of them. I mean, yeah, they, they, you have a good relationship with them, and that's awesome. They support I, you. Yes, but I, that's um, also a game that is not well-suited to streaming because of the music. They do have a streaming music, mode. That's right. Yeah, they do have a streaming mode, but it... I feel like it guts the soul of yeah. the game. It really yeah. does. You need that music. You need those '80s rock and pop songs um, to like go get her. Um, plus to them for coming up with the streaming mode, because you know what? Five years ago, that wouldn't have happened. Five mm-hmm. years ago, they would have just been like, "Forget you guys." So, um, so that is, man. Oh goodness, that game is so good. It, it so has good. no business being as good as it is. When they announced it, I remember they announced it 
uh, it was at E3 that they announced it, right? Yeah, they announced it at E3, and I was watching your stream when they announced it. No, I think I was, your volume died on me. My volume died. Can you not? Can you hear me? Okay. You sound weird. like a robot. Um, that's because I decided to change my microphone. Do I sound better now? Not a no. clue. Do, Not do a one. Nay, nay, nay. You can't hear me now? Oh, yay. Now I can hear you. Cool. So do I still sound like a robot? No, you're not a robot anymore. So um, it decided to change my microphone from this contraption to this. I think it did um, it again. Really? Again? Okay, no, you're back now. I hate everything right now. It's so um, bad. It's so mean. It is mean. It's like Steve. Um, it's mean. Okay, well, I'm so, glad the make mom can hear us. So, right, so it's just Discord okay. that's being rude. It's just Discord that? that's being the worst. Okay, so um, thank you, Mega Mom, for making me feel a little bit better. I wasn't, um, you know, I because I, I, I honestly had no idea what was happening. Um, okay, so um, that's Guardians of the Galaxy. This is definitely a game that I think you know. It, it, this is going to be on sale a lot. Play it. Um, play Buy it. it and play it. You will not regret it. Yeah. You will love it if you love witty writing that is both concise and emotional. Like, it is deep. It really is a deep narrative experience, and it's just so worth having. It's so worth it, especially yeah. for the beginning of the game. The beginning of the game almost had me in tears. Yeah, it's real good. It's, real it's good. so good. It's so good. It is. Yeah. Oh, man. It is. Now you're making me want to play it again. I'm going to have to go back and play it. Maybe I'll play it tonight. Probably not. I don't know. There's just a lot going on. I mean, I think you Mike's going to be working, so I think I'm going to go play some Guardians. It's all good. Okay, so... um, So, uh, what have you played any other games that you can talk about? I have. Another game that I got a code for that I played on stream is called Expeditions Rome. So, let me tell you a little story about yep. Expeditions games. And by, I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm going to hype it up a little bit because that's what we do on this show is I just take things that I really like and then I become a hype Manda. Yep. Not a hype man, but a hype Manda. Yep. Hype Manda. Hype Manda. Just like I'm Steve's hype Manda. Yep. 100% of the time. Today. You did. And you deserved it. Manifesting. Um, at any rate, when I when I noticed that they were going to be creating a new Expeditions game, I was like, I mean, how are you going to top Expeditions Viking? How are you going to top that? Because their magic system was just so interesting using runes. And anyway, the point is, Expeditions games are strategy RPGs. They're strategic and they're tactical. And they're role-playing games. And they're deeply okay. narrative. Where your narrative decisions don't just matter a little bit. They matter a ton. So in Expeditions Viking, you could lose party members and that could deeply affect the rest of your gameplay experience. And it's a really fantastic experience to be dropped into, you know, into this into this boat, essentially, on in Expeditions Rome. Because I haven't played a ton of it. I only played about an hour and a half. But I, you get dropped into this boat and it's just like 
narrative and you already care about your character, you already care about your companions because they already, they have this rich backstory already. And they haven't spent a ton of time on it, but you just, the voice acting is so immersive and so welcoming, I suppose, that it feels like you, you've been dropped into a story with characters that you've, that you've played with for years. It's just that familiar. And it's a beautiful game so far. The tactical combat is quite good. And honestly, you don't have to have played any of the other Expeditions games because this Expeditions game is quite, is completely different than Expeditions Viking. But honestly, if you haven't played Expeditions Viking, go play Expeditions Viking and then go play Rome. Okay. I saw, I, I, I will admit, I saw a good portion of that game being played on your stream and I thought, it, man, I love, I mean, we, you, and I, you and I both love tactical RPGs Ooh, and so I thought I loved like the bright colors and, you know, just the, I saw you fighting on a boat and I was like, you know what it made me do? It made me want to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, oh, that's fair. Which is, you know. Doing a heck and fight. You want to heck and fight. Um, it is. Yeah, this is one of those games. I definitely encourage everybody to look it up on YouTube. If you are into strategy role playing games, then I think that you owe yourself a look at this because this is one of those. Yes. It's an interesting experience. It is different from yeah. what we are, um, you know, from, you know, other. it's different from other stuff. And, and I mean that in a good way. So, um, yeah. So that is Expeditions um, Rome. And also they're doing Twitch drops right now. I will have them enabled on my channel when I stream it again next week. So you can come like hang out and I'll play like a few hours of Expeditions Rome and you can get some cool Twitch drops for your game if you end up uh, end up doing the thing. Sounds great. Sounds great. I want to talk about one last game before we uh, okay. close it up. It's currently available on Xbox um, Games with Gold. Hey, um, but it's only hey. about... Night. Twice she didn't say goodnight to me. She didn't say goodnight to you. She'll wave Blue. to you. Night. She said night. <laughs> you just couldn't hear her. Okay, go to bed. Um. Okay. So it's an X. This is why I couldn't find it. This is not an Xbox Game Pass. This is an Xbox Game Gold game. But even when it leaves that, it's fifteen bucks. Okay. Um. This is what a, do you got for me? This is a side-scrolling pixel art survival game what called a ground called a ground okay from white thorn games now okay here's the shtick with a ground i'm going to look it up you right start now. as like a dude that's more or less a caveman you're not really but like you start like collecting sticks and berries and building a hut. And eventually you get spaceship. Okay. Yep. Um, and this is an engine builder survival game where uh, um, I love the engine builders. I'm putting this on my wish list right so now. The idea is, and I'm pretty sure this will be on PC, which is probably where you, you know, you probably, it's probably on steam, um, which means put, throw it on your steam wish list. It'll probably be on sale eventually there too. This feels yeah. like a game to grab um, on sale. Um, basically, the idea is you start and it's you're collecting resources and then you're building um, resource farms, more or less, and getting NPCs who will then collect stuff from those resource farms, which you then um, 
you know, it's side scrolling. So you build mines to go down and collect resources. And the farther down you go, the more you get. And then like, you know, it's all this kind of the standard um, survival stuff with the exception Mm -hmm. that you have dudes in your village who will collect things for you. So if you build a farm, you can go and collect the, the wheat or the dude will just get the wheat for you. And if you build apple trees Ooh. next to it, he will go get the apples for you. Um, and you can build a kitchen. And, you know, like, so I have not gotten into space or whatever, but like eventually you're, you, you can't build in 3D. So you're building everything over a 2D space, which is quite far. It's kind of like Kingdom like that. If you remember the game. Okay, just- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So eventually you need to get from one place to another. So you know how you'd get there real fast. Like eventually you get an airplane that helps fly you back and forth. And so this is one of those games that like um, so much happens so fast while you're building stuff. And like it, I didn't realize like I thought that it was like, OK, cool. This is just like a neat little Minecraft clone. I'm going to. And then right, right. and then. And then I was like rolling back and forth and I was like, and villager one collects the berry. And I was like, he does what now? And I'm like, and he goes. And so, and then over time, I realized that by building buildings kind of in a certain order, mm-hmm. um, you really are building like little, it's like a little machine that you're building where your guys are collecting stuff. And then you get more stuff that, that just automates everything. So you that are just amazing. collecting stuff. It is, um, it's cooler than it, like in the beginning, like I was like, okay, this is kind of neat. I'm going to turn this off. And then I was like, oh, I, I'm not going to turn this off. I need to turn this off or because I will do nothing else. Um, yeah. And I, turned, I went I've back had to those it. moments. I went back, like I saw, I stood, I stared in the face of death <laughs> and I went, oh. Not um, today, Satan. Not today. And you know what? Um, but there will come a time where I'm going to be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Um, like maybe when um, I have employment coming and I have like that couple of weeks before my job starts and I'm like, nice. and I don't feel bad anymore. Um, manifesting. Manifest it. That'd be great. So that's a ground. Um, and the, the whole thing is because you come aground on a, on a deserted island and there's people that also there. It's very cool. Dude, that's so dope. That sounds really good. Put that on my wish list. Um, yeah, for 15 bucks, it's playable on every. Great. It's on Xbox. Let me look on Steam while we are here. I have so many games to play, though. Uh, yeah, and this one is definitely going to. So it's from Fancy Fish Games. Mm-hmm. Um, it is on Steam. Yep, it is. Um, it's also, I mean, it's on it. It's on all the things. And there's a demo uh, for free. Um. Yo, what's up, six packs, six pack and nerds? That is uh, John Thomas and the man behind the curtain. What is up, sir? Yeah, there are so many games, and it's only There's getting crazier. So many games. So let's. I love so, that for us. So though. this is our. Um, so this was around the horn. Lots of good games: Guardians of the Galaxy, A Ground, Heck Nobody yeah. Saves the World, Paparazzi, and it's a Just, little bit of Expeditions Rome. And then Expeditions Rome. You can't forget that. Um, no. Friday we have Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, that's about to swallow my life. So that's a, and I'm that's going a video game. And, the, and you know what? The people who somehow have retail copies um, are telling us that it's pretty good. And um, it, I'm happy to hear that, even though I'm trying to avoid what they say. All I really wanted was somebody to like summarize it and say, it looks like it's going to be okay. I was excited about it no matter what, but I'm happy 
I'm oh, just yeah. very confused how all these retail copies got up. Did somebody like Fast and the Furious a truck? I don't know. Um, so um, right out of that plane, man. I'm get, I'm just gonna buy it the day it comes out. It's fine. Everything's okay. Um, but then how about this? 22 days later, for at Horizon Forbidden West. Ooh. And how about less than a month after that? Uh, 3D Kirby. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie to you. 3D Kirby looks amazing. Yeah, that game, every time they show me a trailer, I'm like, oh. That game has my it? interest very peaked. Every it's, time that I see people talking about it, it's like my antenna go up and I'm like, where, where, where? Um, Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy and Empaths. Pretty good. Um, uh, And then less than a month after that, Lego the Skywalker Saga, which also... Whoa, six and a half minutes of telling Steve to buy this game. Yeah, Elden Ring went gold. Elden Ring is going to be in there, so, but that's not for us. You know who's really excited about Elden Ring? My brother. Yeah, I could see that. Um, This is 100% his jam. Now, I'm looking forward to watching people play Elden Ring. It's oh, not know, a game for me to play, but I'm so excited to watch people play it. Um, I am waiting for someone to make that style of game that is not also a horror game. Uh, so this is, because this is my issue, is that I want to play, like Cuphead was close, like it's that style of game in that it's like super hard and whatever and it wasn't a horror game. I want someone yeah, to make one, games. Like Bloodborne, Dark Souls, those games also, they all have like this really creepy vibe. Like, can they make one that's it's like, anime guys or girls like i'll be an anime girl like whatever Fine. i know you would be like i'm not mad you don't give a bother i i don't but like can i do that can it just be like bright like make a dragon ball game and just make it dark souls like i don't care like a dragon ball souls game i am I interested I mean, yeah, now that i now that i said that out loud i'm like yeah i kind of want to play that but really oh, all God. i want is what? dark souls can i have bright souls Bright Souls. I don't allow that, somebody, dude. I just want someone to make a hard role-playing game that is not spooky. and Because then I would probably play it. Now, I know some people have been like, well, you can just play Legend of Zelda on Master Moon. And I'm like, you know what? No. <laughs> no. Because you know why? They put, a li- they put a Lionel on the Great Plateau. Okay? That is not Souls. That is me. Um, also, um, I'm not that good at that. I just want, like, okay. I just want something else. You know, I just want to, like, sword and board in not yeah. horror world. And it'll be okay. That's but, okay. But my brother is super excited about Elden Ring. Um, He was so I excited. Mean, you can always come play New World with me, I guess. I'm creeping up can, on 60. Can, can we just wait until the world stops ending and then you can come play World of Warcraft with me? Can we just, can Activision clean house and then you can play WoW with me? Cool. When they clean house and the workers have told me they're happy, then yes, I'll come back. Man, that's a I already years. own it. It's uh, not like I don't own it. I will you I will 100% pay for your subscription. Oh fuck, um, dude, I bet. Um so, um I'm going to have to bleep that out. Um My but bad. yes, I will, I will definitely play for your I will definitely pay for your subscription um because I have no problem with that. Um yeah, oh, you missed nerds. our discussion. You missed it. You, you missed listen, our discussion. You have to listen to the beginning of the podcast cuz I said listen. I want I want Xbox to pay way forward to make Lost Vikings. Um, and we'll talk about that. So, everybody, um, 
it's all right. You're going to be able to listen to it on podcast services on Monday because that's how we do. True. So, um, everybody, I want to thank you for watching um, our podcast tonight. Um, Amanda and I, uh, we hope you enjoyed listening as much show. as we enjoyed recording. This is a highlight of my week. Um, Always for me. And uh, so this is not the last piece of content I'm here on twitch.tv slash engagefamilygaming that we will have. Um, I will be back on Thursday with a different guest for the EFG show uh, where, man, you know what? There was no no crazy acquisitions, but we still got stuff to talk about because uh, we got some a lot to discuss. We got some new Star Wars. We got mm-hmm. um, there's there's there are things. not just new Star Wars. We got some strategy Star Wars. I don't even I don't even know. I don't even know. Like I saw Firaxis Star Wars and I was like, did Amanda just explode? My face melted. I was like, is Mando okay? Someone ch- like, my face melted. It was someone, uncomfortable. Someone check on Manda because they just announced the Firaxis Star Wars game. Um, yeah, Respawn, yeah, yeah. Respawn making a first-person shooter set in the Star Wars universe? Um, I had Nobody's some people being like, I just had some people being like, yeah, but the producer is the guy that worked on Battlefront 2. And I was like, yeah, but but it's Respawn, guys. <laughs> like, they make good, they make good, they make good games. They make really really good games have you heard of titanfall 2 um Let and if you haven't you it's like seven dollars Titanfall 2 yeah, it titanfall is the 2. best first person shooter of all time period don't at me i'm not discussing it the <sighs> best first person shooter of all time period that's a bold claim but one that i'm not gonna dedicate any time to refuting because i don't know if i can <laughs> Um, it's a bold, that is a bold as heck claim. Um, you know what? It's definitely, how about this? It's definitely in the conversation, even if it's not there. It's definitely in the conversation because it's so good. Anyway, everybody, I appreciate you coming. I hope you come back on Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where I will be here with another guest um, to talk about uh, all of the news of this week, of which there has been plenty. Um, and then I will be back next week for more stuff. It'll be Board Game Week, where Linda and I are going to continue to f- to work our way through um, the various board games that we have played over the last couple of game days. Um, and we're probably going to start talking a little bit about what we expect to come out of an entirely virtual New York toy fair um, because uh, things getting announced and we've been seeing stuff. Um, and so we can talk about board games that are coming. Um, also, I uh, we can finally play the Transformers board game because I got my jazz yesterday. So now it's official. Um, So everybody, you have yourself a great night. We'll be back soon. And uh, until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see y'all soon. Peace out. Peace out. Bye.